It's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's a podcast day. I was going to hit the button after we were like, hey. All right, shit. Is this what you wanted? Yes, I'm very happy with this. And now we're back. Now it feels right. I'm keeping the beginning though. Why? Because uh, I don't want to edit it. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking leave it. Nah, How about that? Fuck, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna edit that shit either. That's fair. Yeah, this shit is going straight to the stream. Oh god. All right. So, not a lot happened this week. No, we're finding. Kind we usually, uh, well, throughout the week, we're like, oh, that, that'd be good for the podcast. Yeah, there's usually like two or three things a week. But I mean, because we, we have uh, very wide horizons. Yeah. Uh, we're losers. So there's either there's always wrestling going on, superhero shit, uh, sports, well, NBA. Yeah. Um, like Star Wars, pop culture, TV shows. But... This week's been pretty dry. But it's summer. We don't go out of the house. So we're bored all day. I mean, we watched... uh, What's the book? America's Got Talent. There you go. I I like that. I like that. Here, let me get it. I like that. A little Garth for you. said it twice before using the sound effect. I have a bad habit of doing the sound effect (laughs) before even pressing it. Yeah. We got to get used to that. Yes, but now I can have everyone laugh at my jokes. It's funny, like the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, because that worked, right? <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, it was the most hilarious fucking show on TV. 13 years of accurately depicting nerd culture in America. That show was like blackface for nerds. Well, what a hot take. <laughs> of course it was. Um, I did like it at first. I thought it was was just slamming, huh? Then it just became like slamming. Yeah, I I mean, it kind of was like inoffensive. At first, it was playful with it. Yeah, it was like okay, I get it. Like it's it's over the top. But then, no, then they just did they like date for like seven years back and forth. Whatever, it just became friends with nerds. Yeah, that's essentially what it came down to. Nerds with friends. But that that's uh, that's like a app game, isn't that isn't that a paradox? No, it's with friends. Yeah, we have friends. Like you and I are friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> yeah, sure. Really, dude? We're gonna do this now? So let's segue into today's topic. We're talking that's about a good the segue. <laughs> I like that. Mm, let's switch the topic. I think my segue was better than that. I don't think so. It's not your podcast. That's fair. Okay, so we... Well, I'm still sick, so I can't step in a movie theater without blowing my eardrum out. So, the boys came out on Amazon Prime. When did it come out? It came out, I believe, Friday. 
Okay, so it's it's recent. We watched it yesterday. Very recent, we, yeah. It's eight episodes. Each one's an hour. We killed it in like a day. Yeah, because we started watching it like a, tonight, last night, like a eight, eight nine. Yeah, and we went up to like midnight, one o'clock, and we were all bummed out. So then we watched the Carbonaro Effect, greatest TV show on True TV. Wait, it's the what? The the Carbonaro Effect. Yeah, what's what's that? It's a hidden magic TV show that you're on right now. Okay, but like, who are you? God fucking damn it! Seriously though, like, who are you? <laughs> it's, it's Michael Carbonaro. <laughs> the, the Carbonaro the, effect? The, you know. No, doesn't ring a bell. Alright, that's fair. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance. <laughs> That guy, he tries so... How many seasons does that show have? Let me Google it. I feel like it's only on a second, no? There's no way it's gone for more than two. Uh, how do you spell his name? Oh, right here. It pops up on Google. Yeah. You know what else pops up on Google? 7.5 IMDb. Yeah, because that means something, right? Five seasons. And he can't get recognized wherever the you're, fuck he's you're from. You're joking. No, five seasons. It's on episode eight of season five. No fucking So way. that means at least 12. No, True TV does like 20 episodes a season. A season, yeah. So that's at least 100. No, that's only if it was one a show. So like three, so like 300 people that have been bamboozled by Michael Carbonaro. <laughs> And nobody recognizes him. He his most the most exposure he had was on Impractical Jokers when they gave him a shout. It's out. the only other show that comes out on that channel, and people don't recognize him. You you forget about Adam ruins everything. Adam ruins that network because I hate him. It's fucking annoying. But where were we? Carbonaro effect. Was it the boys? Yeah, we're talking about the boys. Uh, so it's a new show on Amazon. It's about superheroes with a twist, a rather dark twist. Yeah, it's a lot more in the vein of a Watchmen in terms of the grittiness and uh, gore. I mean, well, there it's was not... gore in the movie for Watchmen. Yeah, but I think but it wasn't. In... It was well... only in the extended cut. Yeah, the theatrical because... release didn't have any violence in it like to that degree yeah because in the extended edition you have like scenes where silk specter and uh night hour fighting the dudes in the alley and you and see like the ripping their out. limbs off yeah and shit. uh even though well now that i think back that movie was pretty brutal the Zack snyder one it was rated r right it was rated r yeah but because the theatrical I mean, cut is very tame really i've never seen it because i saw it on uh cable the other day i think it was on tnt really no does he near. turn people into blood like uh, Doctor Manhattan. I think he does, but they don't. Do they just show like blue, or because in the director's cut, it's fucking pools of blood. No, I think it was different. I really? Think it was different. Wow. I've only seen the extended cut. I didn't watch it in theaters because I think it came out in like 2008. I think that made us appreciate it more, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had the fuck. What's it called? The the Black Freighter. There you go. Yeah, the storyline with the kid at the newsstand, right? Yeah, so if you've never watched Watchmen, I say watch the extended cut because 
that one's that one's the most that one's accurate. the most accurate yeah i think and i think that the fixes it made make the story better they make more sense because well i'm not gonna spoil watchmen for people yeah, but the way the end was implemented was done differently by Zack snyder but in my opinion it was done tastefully and it made sense to the world he built in the movie I can agree with that. And, I mean, it has the same impact as the one in the book. I think uh, it had more, more impact because yeah. it felt so... It felt I... right because of the, the doomsday clock. Yeah. It's about nuclear shit. That's all Exactly. And then yeah, the so thing it, happens. It matches. It's not fucking balls to the wall. And I think I think that's where that book kind of falls off the rails. I'm not, I mean, it's won awards. I'm not going to say it fell off the rails, but... It fell out it had of place. A cer- yeah, it had a certain tone. And, and then, then you're like, lost okay, it. that's that's a little weird, but all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the point, but yeah. No, I agree. Though, the movie is basically a, a complete shot-for-shot shot remake of the book, aside from that one scene. And I think that scene was done better. I, I think agree. so, too. I think if they would have done it true to the book it would have taken a lot of people even more i mean the movie didn't do well but it would have taken the people even more out of it yeah even critically it kind of suffered yeah um i mean i feel like we have comic book cred and most people that we know that like comics they kind of agree with us yeah so at the comic book store i usually hang out at they all agree with me they all they like the movie they love the movie they think it's a great retelling of the Could book. it could it also be the time it came out? Like at that time people didn't like it because it wasn't necessarily yeah. I've noticed that a, a lot more fans have been going back to that movie and enjoying it a lot more. Watching it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean I think it's a sign when it came out there wasn't anything like it. And then now with the Netflix shows with Amazon and or stuff, even we're doing, DC. yeah, in general. Uh, yeah. So now with them doing more mature topics and pandering to a more mature audience, that movie, if it would have came out this year, it would have been successful. It would have been great. It would have been yeah. Because uh, well, the superhero fatigue, uh, it's something that combats that. So there was no superhero fatigue because I think it came out before the MCU. Yeah, it came out, and I see. think it was like 2006, somewhere around there. 2006, 2007. I think 2008. It's around that time, though. 2009. Wow. A decade ago? Um, And the show's coming out 10 years later, but that's the same year as Iron Man, right? I think Iron Man was 2008. But well, anyway, Incredible Hulk was no, but I think they came out the same year, just uh, different months. Really? Yeah, I think so. You could check that, but you're right. Iron Man 2008. So this is post Iron Man pre MCU. Yes. And what was the biggest thing? I mean, the Dark Knight, that was it wasn't rated R, but it was more adult. Yeah. But I, wonder, I think I wonder why it didn't do well. I'm assuming it's because of the very dark visuals that but it had like more cartoony violence at, in comparison to 
The Dark Knight, which is a very serious, like, detective more story. I feel like that's what made it suffer. Yeah, so in total, it only made $185 million total. Oof. That's brutal. For a movie that size, just in case you don't know, that's 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 almost that's a pretty big loss. Yeah, for three hours, thirty five minutes. That's another thing. Is that the regular version that was that long? What what did it say? Three thirty five. Yeah. No, because the no. The, ex- the extended is three thirty five. Yeah, the extended. So I mean, the regular is about two hours. That's still really. Oh, long it's at really that long. Time. No, I I don't. Well, I mean, you did the whole graphic novel. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a dope show, like what they're but, doing now. But, but now they're I not doing like, that story. They're doing after. Yeah. Like the aftermath. Yeah. I don't like it. And. I don't think it. Is it HBO? Let's make it, it a new show. It is HBO. So, so they have budget, but. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not the worry. But now with the boys beating it to the punch, are people going to be like, eh. I could see that. I could see new audiences thinking that. Okay, so the boys, the original comic was when? Uh, the original comic was started in 2006. It was uh, written by, uh, I believe it was Garth Ennis. So he's known for writing uh, Preacher, if you've seen that TV show on AMC. Uh, I heard that's a great show. Yeah, fantastic show. And then he worked on Hellblazer, which is uh, Constantine's book. Okay, so it's more recent than Watchmen. Definitely. And it's definitely inspired by Watchmen and more of the DC Universe than Marvel. I agree. Yeah. It's uh, a lot more darker in tone. So I guess without spoiling anything, we'll we'll just talk about it. And if it sounds interesting to you, go watch it. And then the second half of this podcast is just going to be a spoiler talk. Not necessarily a recap. But we're just going to talk about things we liked, things we didn't like. And yeah, and mostly things that involve, like, big plot points in the show. Yeah, and I haven't seen too many discussions online. So, if you're curious and you're on the fence or you you want to hear some other opinions after watching it, definitely come back. Or, or don't. That's totally fine. But we liked it. I think I liked it overall. I liked it too. Um, I'm very good at stopping watching shows yeah like more so than jesus jesus will finish them just to like see what happens yeah it's more of just like a moral obligation to it like i started it so i gotta see it through but like i'll get through a pilot i i know that's not the best offering but it's supposed to set the tone and if the pilot kind of had me on the fence it's it's tough for me to finish the show yeah that's fair i mean for some people they don't like wasting their time. So if they try it and they say they don't like it. Oh, I have a lot of time. I just don't want to <laughs> waste it. It's stupid shit. I'll just watch another six hours of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about. <laughs> yeah, the, the Carbonara effect. Yeah. Quality TV shows, people. This is highbrow shit. No, I don't have a good button to press. Okay, uh-huh. so the show is eight episodes. Each one's about an hour. I didn't even realize. They are actually four hours. So not 40 minutes, not not TV show hour. So you're getting an eight-hour movie, essentially. Yeah. That I'm assuming covers the first seven issues of the comic book. Uh, like the first volume. So I was doing some research into this. Uh, I was looking into it, and some of the TV shows are actually titled uh, like according the to the story arcs. 
So I think the no- first one's like, uh, I actually don't remember. But like the first couple episodes are titled after the volumes. I'm assuming that's because they line up. I was reading some of the summaries and a lot of details feel like they're from like the first three, four. Yeah. Volumes. So if if you're a fan of those books, which we weren't, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we don't read too much Dynamite comics. No. And honestly. even DC Vertigo and all those like dark adult comics, I feel are very hacky a lot of the time. Yeah. They feel like uh, they're trying too hard. Definitely. Um, and I felt like this show is doing that at the beginning. The first, yeah, you can see that how it would happen in the first episode. So, yeah, so let's set up the world and then we'll go from there. So, yeah, sure without thing. spoiling anything, this is a world where superheroes or soups yeah, exist. As they refer to them. And they're not necessarily the Justice League. I mean, even the trailers give us that. That uh, it's a world that's a lot more visceral. A lot more real. Yeah, recap. The superheroes are dicks. Yeah, and they're not necessarily in it to be heroes. No, quite the opposite. Uh, as you watch the TV show, you learn just how heartless and like corporate they've become. And, I mean, in a way, it's a way of... Uh, I feel like it was an allegory to fame. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, for oh. sure. Like, it's it's... You see shades of it all throughout the you, TV you show. You see how being such a public figure and having these responsibilities can um, having change the platform. you, change you as a person. Yeah, and it shows how young people can get corrupted by it, and it just shows you like a darker world, a kind of more realistic, I should say. Like yeah. if people had superpowers, people are dicks. Like yeah, like not everyone's a saint. There's gonna be. People that abuse this power for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so the show kind of sets you up with that. And then from then on, it kind of takes off. I feel like it... So, it's hard to not spoil anything. Right. But let's just say that it's a world where superheroes exist. It's a little more like ours. Yeah. Where uh, the saving people might not be the first priority Yeah. superheroes. I think that's not spoiling anything. No, that's definitely not spoiling anything. Uh, we have just... Kyle Urban. Yeah, Carl yeah. Urban. They have good actors in this. Like, none of it felt, like, off. Yeah, I didn't feel like any performance in this TV show threw it off the rails. Then again, we didn't read the comics. I'm going to say that now. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know if someone that's a fan is like, no, they, they fucking ruined it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they, they could have... W- they could have ruined it. I, I'm not sure. But for us, the general audience, um, I feel like those characters were cast pretty well. The actors did a good job with them. Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of characters I really enjoyed throughout the TV show. And it definitely has an Amazon feel to it. After watching Mrs. Maisel, some of the tick for me, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, the man in the high castle or something like that. Yeah, man in the high castle. Yeah, so... Amazon has a very distinct color palette, even when it is bright. Um, I wouldn't say it's dull, but it has a certain like shade tint, like gold ish tint yeah. when the lights out. Yeah. So when we talk about the Watchmen influences, you can d- definitely see that in the color palette because the movie took a very, I wouldn't say like bluish gold, kind of like 
very much like Watchmen. Yeah. yeah so the visuals is uh thing. As soon as I saw them, they reminded me of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I agree with what you were saying with the uh, Amazon TV shows because I tell. saw the tick uh, completely, and this plays out a lot like the tick in terms of production. Uh, obviously, the tick a little more lighthearted, has a little more color to it, a little more saturation. Yeah, no, don't don't be mistaken. This shit is dark. No, it is. I I don't like things that are a little too much. I feel like a lot of the times. You're using that to substitute for a good story. A lot of times you'll go for the shock factor. People will be like, holy shit, they did that. And the story suffers because it looks like things are going a certain way. And then you throw in fucking violence for no reason. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Beginning of this show felt completely like that. It did. I, I told him. I watched the first two episodes with him, and I was like, oh, that's kind of hacky. dude." It, like, it, it was very thin on the story at the beginning, and it felt... Like, they were just going to overabuse it. Well, yeah. I mean, now now looking back, they had to get you used to that world. Yeah. Because if they just did the ridiculous shit as the story went on, it would feel out of place. Yeah, I agree. Looking back. So, I get it, but it was kind of heavy-handed. Yeah, like that first episode, I think, was within the third minute. I won't spoil it, but there was about, like... Three or four things that just felt like disgusting and yeah, it's gruesome. And it is I I don't like watching that, so I didn't think I would even follow it with you. I didn't. I don't mind gore. So I after the first episode, even though it was a lot of gore, I I I gave it a chance. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to see what it has to offer. I'm sure it won't just be this, and I'm glad I did. Honestly, yeah, it's an entertaining show. If if you're not super into superheroes and shit, I think you'll still enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you actually don't see a lot of superhero shit. This feels a lot... No, not at all. No, That's what I'm out, saying. Like, it plays out a lot more like a crime drama rather than... Yeah. And they give you enough twists and turns. Um, a lot of stuff is telegraphed, though. I was calling things before they were happening. Yeah, especially in the beginning half. Yeah. Um, towards the end, though, it gets really good. It throws a lot of twists at you. I'm still shaky on the theme. Uh, I guess we can talk about that in the spoilers, but yeah. they they do a good job of tackling different topics, but they don't interconnect them, except I feel loosely. At certain points, you're like, okay, yeah, it's... Like, this is a product of this. But I was telling you, I was like, there's no overarching theme. And the season ends on a cliffhanger. So that season almost feels like just setup, which yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I can agree with that. There's a lot of TV shows that suffer from that. Uh, they just want to keep you guessing. They want to keep you guessing. So they don't give you an ending. Yeah, which I don't like. I don't like, like. this literally didn't end. Like, there's a way to give you an ending still want you having more and exactly like like end game yeah exactly like there was that was the end of that story three movies like no 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 like end game we knew end game was coming but infinity war didn't go it did give you a cliffhanger but it didn't go oh they dusted end yeah like it kind of did but at the same time it gave you thanos at the end sitting down like yes, I grain, did it. Yeah. The whole point of the story was that he wanted the stones and to he do did this. It. 
And he did it. That was the conclusion of his story. That movie ended there. Yes, it has a follow-up, but that's what this show didn't do. It didn't say, hey, this is the season. Yeah. Like, our eight episodes end here. We did get some closure for the main story. But there was still a lot of hanging threads, not going to lie. Uh, nobody had a conclusion. They left you wondering where everyone was, except the Carl Urban character. Which and we're not going to spoil what happens. We'll just tell you there's a twist. We knew there was a twist. You're not going to guess it. I still didn't expect it. No. You're not going to guess it. No. And I think that it's worth it for that. If you pay attention to the show, I feel like the characters are likable enough. Even if you have read the comic, this is yeah, going to throw you for a loop. They throw a curve at you, which we thought was kind of gangster. Like, that was yeah. cool. Like, cause I, I like, you could have made it just shot for shot. Like I like it. It's like the Watchmen thing where they changed it and I appreciate the change. I was like, I don't, I want to see it done faithfully, but I also want them to take chances where they can. It's a different medium. Try it. Yeah. You, you're open to your own interpretation. Exactly. Which is something that I like about the MCU because they could very easily just copy per- verbatim and they almost do in some ways, but all these stories have an MCU twist there is things then, you can do in the movie that you can't do in the comic. Exactly. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean... It's a different if, medium. If you want the fucking comic book story, go read the comic book. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, the director has their right to interpret the, the story. Work, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Black Panther. That story is not really a thing in the comics. Guardians of the Galaxy. That team does not behave in any way, shape, or form like that. If you take the essence of the characters correctly, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Exactly. Um, As long as you get it right. Like uh, Civil War, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. But we like it. We we call it Civil War. We're not like, that's not Civil War. We like it. It's fine. That's what the Russos did with it. Yeah. Infinity War. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing like the Infinity War. In my opinion, better though. There you go. They took the story, which was the Infinity Stones, and then they made their own narrative around it, and it was more Marvel goodness. Yeah. You didn't just copy it. Yeah, you got got more out of it because it's new. It's a different interpretation. um, Like, you can't just keep getting the same shit over and over. No. Unlike Disney. Yeah. So, where were we? So, the boys, it's dark. It's pretty gruesome. It's fucked up. A lot of fucked up things happen. Oh, immediately. It's super and, fucked and up. And they keep stacking them and stacking you, them. You, you you, definitely have to be into these type of shows to get into this because... Yeah, if you don't like gore if you don't like being uncomfortable sad, situations, yeah, if you're fucking uncomfortable the whole time, don't even bother. No, it's not your show. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm on the fence. I can put up with it if the story's good. I'm a story guy. I think Jesus I'm, knows this. Like, I'm like, if there's, yeah. if I can't follow the fucking story, I'm not watching this shit. Like, Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, there's too much to keep up shit. with. I tried the books, and I'm like, there's fucking 40 people to keep up with. Here, they keep you to the boys, and then what they call the seven. Yeah, so, quick recap, uh, because obviously, if you haven't uh, seen the show, the seven are essentially the version of the Justice League in this universe, mm-hmm. but a lot more corporate, a lot more... Douchey, yeah, so essentially. heroing is a business. Kind of. Oh, like The Incredibles kind of does that, but like PG. I was going to say, 
this is actually where I thought this show was going to shine the most because in Watchmen, we see that the they deconstruct superheroes as shitty people. But in this one, it takes a more like cynical approach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it says like, what would society do if superheroes existed? That's, Market the shit out of them that's right why away. I was, yeah, that's why I was intrigued by this show immediately because I thought, well, it's dark like Watchmen, but it's talking about different things. Yeah, so as Watchmen was more of a character study, yeah, breaking definitely. down the flaws that come with yeah. being a hero. Yeah. And I mean, at the same time, though, I was telling him, the people here have superpowers in the boys. Yeah. In Watchmen, only Dr. Manhattan really had powers. Yeah. The other guys are just a bunch of people running around trying to do the right thing, being vigilantes. Yeah. So even in that sense, it's like Watchmen and the Incredibles in a rated R package. That's a it's a weird combination, but if you check it out, I think I think it works. Yeah, so it's not your standard superhero fair. Um what do we want to make our rating scale out of? Uh, I think five. Out of five. What do you give this show? I think it's a solid... And why? I think it's a solid... For me, it might actually be a four. Okay. Uh, sure. Four. Because that's like, what? 80% maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, the reason I think it's a four is because uh, gratuitous violence aside at the beginning... Although, there's definitely an audience for that. For me, it's a little overdone at the beginning. Mm -hmm. They get rid of it very early on. And then, I felt like the characters were very strong. For me, I enjoyed a lot of the characters. Definitely Homelander, uh, Butcher, which is Carl Urban's character, uh, Starlight. There was a lot of great performances in this. And then, I felt like the story towards the end really got good and really got me hooked. Like... Mm -hmm. Every episode, how it ended, I was like, okay, I want to watch what happens next. That's fair. So, very recently, I haven't had a lot of TV shows I s- completely enjoy. And this one actually got me to watch all eight, like, very yeah, quickly. The, the last one was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel that we finished. And, and I got burned. It, yeah. I it, got wasn't, burned. it wasn't great at yeah. the end. Right at the end. But finish your thought, and then I'll go ahead and give mine. Yeah, so great performances. Uh, pretty good production value overall for mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, really good. Yeah, they had a lot of cool scenes. There's this character, A-Train, who's essentially the Flash. And I felt like they use a slow-mo sparingly, and they use it well mm-hmm. for specific scenes to really show like the effect of his powers on just mm-hmm. like citizens and people. So I think overall, it was a very well-made show. It had a strong story, strong characters. Would have liked to get closure on it which is why i don't have it at a higher rating Mm -hmm. and then the gratuitous violence at the beginning felt like it was trying a little hard but yeah i think four for me that's fair um okay so i'm divided i don't i don't like many shows that's true um and movies i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt but a show usually doesn't have an excuse to keep things out or to not have an ending. And yeah. I, w- I was talking about this with you yesterday, how a lot of Netflix shows have 12 episodes and six of them are the first act. Yeah. And then all the shit hits the fan in two episodes. And, and then, then there's a slog through the middle. And then like eight or nine has nothing to do with anything. Daredevil. 
Yeah. Uh, where he's just laying on the couch because he got fucked up and reflecting on his life. And it's like, no, no. And then one episode to wrap it all up. Yeah, and they always feel rushed. They don't even give you a length restriction on Netflix. There's episodes that are an hour and a half, two hours, and they don't use it. That's true. Um, So, coming from that camp, I'm going to give the season like a three and a half. I could see that. And I'm giving it to it because it didn't give me an ending, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel satisfying to finish it. I can agree with that. You did not reward me for giving you a full eight-hour shift. Um, Yeah, it's it's good. It's made well. The characters are played well. The actors are good. I even thought the costumes were really good. Surprisingly, and a like, lot of these I'm not, shows... Yeah. I'm not hating on the show, but the season... It, it it starts you off like you said, boom, guns yeah. blazing, and I, the last scene leaves you that way. You're like, fuck, wow. But that whole episode, you're waiting for like, okay, so what's gonna happen with this? What's gonna happen with that? You don't get any of it. You don't get any of it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of hanging threads by then. And I know it got renewed for season two. Okay, that doesn't mean. You go, oh, okay, we'll just do that later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with that being said, I don't think any episodes were wasted. No, I think I think something big at least happened every episode. Yeah, so maybe it would have benefited out of being 10. Mm. But probably not. Well, I, the See, question the I always ask myself is, where do you cut it off for those type of things? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, So. you need... They kind of went for it. Um, An ending where you're like, okay, well, one person got what they wanted. Right? But then it leaves everyone else hanging. And I'm not going to say it was entertaining. It was entertaining because I I stuck around and I watched all the episodes with you. Um, I would tell you to pause it if I left the room so I could come back. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, From someone that doesn't like gore. I thought it was it was done well enough. After those first two episodes, when it was done, I thought it was done well. And it got the point across. I thought the story was crisp. I mean, it was already written. So, yeah. I don't know if the comics are it, critically it, appraised. It deviates, uh, it deviates a little from the source material. But from what I've heard, it... But I'm saying, like, do people a, like the comics? It's considered a modern, like, underrated gem. So, so just like the show, like yeah, an, un, uh, an underrated. It's gonna gain a cult following. I can see that definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, the season overall, I give it a three point five. The show, I think, has potential to be like a four or five, like you were saying. Oh yeah. But I'm grading the season, and I feel like it was just missing that punch at the end. It gives you a punch, but it's not the punch. No, no, no. Because you're like, ooh. Okay, you're like, well, what the fuck happened with everything it's else, like, though? It, it, like, jacked you off, but it didn't finish. Yeah, and left you at the climax. Yeah, exactly. Blue and we balls. don't even know when the next one's going to come out. It's going to be a while. And, I mean, I recommend people to watch it. I don't think it's a waste of time. It's a good little look at a different side of comics. Um, People that don't like comics might like this a little more. Yeah, because it takes a lot more cynical approach to it. It's very cynical. I think if you like comic books, you're probably going to watch it anyway. That's the reason we watched it. We're like, okay, let's see what's going on. 
Yeah. And I think it made it very hard for Watchmen to stand out when it comes out on HBO. Dude, I honestly, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I wasn't hyped to begin with, but now after watching this, I'm like, well, I was hyped before I heard it was a sequel. Yeah, I thought they were doing the story as a show. I would have loved I just told, the story. Which I just pitched to you. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, they can do whatever they want, I guess. But yeah, Amazon's definitely putting a uh, a lot of pressure on HBO to make it. I think so. I think this is a good show. I, oh, it's getting another season, so I hope they learn from their mistakes. Which it looked like they were towards the end. I want the second season to have the gore, but a lot more spread out. I agree. And they did develop characters well. They did. Um, Surprising amount of character development. The boys, the group itself, is likable. I yeah. like them. And the seven are fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate all of them. See, but that's how you know they did the job oh, right. Oh, no, like, like, 100%. <laughs> like, that's what I should have felt. And yeah, man, whatever you, all, those fucking douchebags come out. Yeah, no. And at all times, uh, <laughs> the show has you going like, "Oh fuck, some shit's about to happen." Oh <laughs> yeah, and it does. Sometimes yeah. it does the way you expected it, and sometimes it's even worse. Yeah, it's just a series of unfortunate events. Very unfortunate. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I recommend it. I I agree with you. It was entertaining, which is what you want out of a TV show. Just keep me entertained. That's all you need to do. Yeah. I have no problems with their deviations from the source material because I never read it. Yeah. Um. And in a way, I know you were looking at it too. It kind of makes you want to read the book. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm actually probably going to pick up. So I might, might pick up too. that graphic novel. Yeah. I want to uh, check it out. Yeah. So uh, I guess it has a seal of approval from us. Is this the first rating we do? We didn't rate. Yeah, Spider-Man. no, we didn't rate anything else before. Okay, so we'll just do it out of five stars. Yeah. Okay. So four from Jesus, 3.5 from me, four, depending on season two. Yeah, the little asterisk next yeah. to yours, because so it could get higher. You could round it up to a four if you like. I don't think you'll have a bad time with it. Like you said, it's sitting at like an 80%. There's things they could have done better, but there's a lot they did right. There's a lot of promise to it like there's and a lot of upside it's, it's very relevant with some of the themes like yeah. they tackle the me too stuff they tackle human trafficking human trafficking uh, drug abuse drug abuse terrorism morality even abusive relationships and stuff like yeah that. so um i wonder if the comic book was so progressive because it was in 2006 so maybe like the Me Too stuff, things like that. So, but yeah. no, you said no, it did. Yeah, that was, in the, that was in the book. It was actually more brutal in the book, and they hammered it down a lot more. Yeah, so um, it tackles a lot of topics. Some it does better, better than, than others. others. But the overall theme, without spoiling anything, is that uh, it's hard to find morality even when you're a superhero. Yeah, in such a fucked up world. Because of how the world works. Yeah, yeah. so it doesn't matter... Because they show you the boys and uh, the seven are fucked up in all ways. Yeah, I mean, like at no point you are rooting for for a side, yeah, yeah, which are the protagonists. But But, yeah, they do some shady shit. Like yeah, they they all do, and that's the overarching theme. I feel yeah that you. I think the over that there's no there's no good or bad. No, it's just. It just happens. Like, it's kind of 
and you watch it and if you hear this before you watch it it'll all make sense it will all make sense um and if you're too stupid to realize it then uh we'll let you know actually you we won't let you know because well we'll let you know in the spoiler review if you miss anything that was important to it but i don't think it was very subtle well no it wasn't nuanced so much yeah. but i think it, what it did was right like it was good yeah so that's we talked a lot for spoiler free yeah um well so that's the end of this podcast if you haven't watched the show yeah so, so now we're gonna be moving into the spoiler section yeah, if you so have not seen it not a lot happened this week, so we're signing off for the regular podcast. Yeah. From here on, it's all spoilers. Only spoilers. if you've watched the show. Very much spoilers. Is there a button we can hit for it? Shit, I don't want to... You got anything? Straight up! Spoilers. Straight up! Spoilers. Now, we'll switch over. Uh, We'll be right back, guys. Okay, spoilers ahead. Straight up! Ladies and gentlemen, that was your final warning. We will now ruin the show. Alright, what do you want to start with? Um, Let's go from the beginning. What was the first fucking disgusting, gruesome thing that happened? First disgusting, this gruesome thing. That happened, if you haven't seen the trailers, because this isn't the trailer. Uh, the main character, called Huey, him and his girlfriend are just hanging out. She steps off the curb of the street, and fucking A-Train, the Flash, mows through her. Just, I I actually didn't watch that. Dude. Did they show it? Dude, they fucking showed it. Oh, fuck. He literally, he says... I think the last thing he said, don't you disrespect Billy Joel, because they were, like, playing yeah, they around. Yeah, they were, like, just talking. Yeah, yeah, they were just fucking around, you know? And then, literally, at that instant, it does slow-mo, and it holds on Huey, and you just see the blood just Splash. fly across, and it starts hitting him in the face, mm. and you just see the pool of blood, and then the bones, and all that shit. Oh. And he's still holding her hands, right? That's the most brutal thing about it. Ugh. They, after you see A-Train run away, he's just like, oh, fuck, gotta keep going. They they pan down to his hands, and her hands are still attached to his. Jesus Christ. Very, that's within the first five minutes of this fucking show. And that's what we were talking about with the excess violence. Yeah, no, they don't hold back shit. Yeah, they they show everything, and they're very brutal with it. When all the superheroes use their their powers, it's, oh, yeah. They're, it's gruesome. It's as destructive as you would expect it to be. Yeah, not like in, uh, oh, Superman uses heat vision, but he just you know, flies this back. This fucker cuts people in half, and their guts are hanging out. Or whenever fucking... Uh, not, oh, well, the laser cauterizes the wound. Yeah, there. no, no, no. no like, Homelander, he straight up cuts That's people Superman. in half Yeah, with his lasers constantly yeah that shit is brutal throughout it never gets like i don't want to say it doesn't get old but you're like fuck like yeah that's really how it it, it, it just gives you that feeling inside that you're just like nuts rise to your stomach yeah 
You know, you know what we're talking about, guys. Yeah. So that's how we start. That's the first five minutes. So Huey's the protagonist. From there on, uh, he wants revenge, but he also has like major like PTSD about his girlfriend fucking turning into mud. Into <laughs> in front of his fucking eyes. And him holding to her hands, detached from her body. And the last thing he said, saying, don't disrespect Billy Joel. Yeah, so we go through the story mostly with him. Him and the Seven. Well, eh, not really the Seven, but more so Starlight. Yeah, so Starlight, I mean, we're talking spoilers, so... She's she's prominent. She's the newbie. She's the one that gets raped. Yeah. So and I actually did not watch that either. Yeah. So first episode was mostly what I watched. You killing and rape. Very. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say it makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but essentially, what happens is she's the new recruit to the seven because one of their uh, is it lamplighter. Lamplighter, there you go. Lamplighter retires, he's already old, he doesn't want to do it anymore. They need to fill in the spot for the Seven, which is the elite group. Yeah, so basically the Justice League, but I never got it. I don't know if it was explained in the parts I didn't see, but they were always talking about like points and rankings. So I'm assuming you have to build up a certain rapport. So when they're talking about that, they're just talking about like in a... They're polling, right? Yeah, they're literally polling. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's literally like a, a presidential race. Yeah, like so you need high approval ratings to be part of the seven. Yeah. And they do all this bullshit PR. Auditions. To hide how fucking shitty they, they, they are. They have auditions for who the fuck gets to join. Yeah, so, and none of it is about saving people. Nope. It's about being the most marketable hero. Yeah, and then. By demographic. By demographic. Yeah, so, so they get different heroes for different stuff. Yeah. Like with her, I think she pulls well with like the religious females, people. Uh religious people. Midwestern. Think, yeah, they even tell her like from eighteen to forty five. Yeah, she so. has an age group that yeah, she exactly. to. Yeah, so it's fucking ridiculous. It's literally a business through and through, even like political, which we'll yeah. get into right now. And then like every action they do is uh considered a business image. move. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is to fix some sort of image, convince people of something. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to that. But that happens with Huey and his girlfriend. Starlight gets to join the Seven. And then uh, she's basically shown around by this character, the Deep, which is... uh, Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman, because he talks to fish and shit. And so he starts talking to her casually and just asks her, like, Oh, well, who did you, like, grow up on? Because we know a lot of these new heroes uh, looked up to a lot of the older heroes, like Homelander and stuff. And she said, well, I actually uh, had a schoolgirl crush on you, right? And so, like, they're just holding on her. And then they switch the camera and the dude has his dick out. Dude just whips it out. Dude, he just whips it out. Whips Aqualad. (laughs) (laughs) He whips out Aqualad. Yeah. And then... (laughs) She she's just like what the fuck and he's like, well you said you had a crush on me so like, what? How bad do you want it? Yeah, yeah. and then she like starts freaking the fuck out. She like destroys the screens in the room, mm-hmm. and she like she's like no I don't want to be a part of this. this. Is what fucking means right? Because essentially he told her you got to give me head in order to get into the seven. Yeah, and so 
She's like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fucking tell everybody what you're doing. And then he's like, well, they're not going to believe you if you attacked me. And because she destroyed the screens, it looks like he got attacked. Yeah. Yeah, so she, like, she just knuckles down. They don't show the actual... That's good. That would have been even that worse. That would have been <laughs> terrible. I was like, oh, no. Are they I mean, they do win? show awkward sex. A lot of but, awkward sex. Yeah. But, yeah. So they just show that, and then they cut to the next scene, which is her throwing up in the bathroom. Yeah. So uh, this is where the Me Too stuff starts, where someone in a position of power yeah. requests sexual favors to get ahead in the company. So, like I said... Most of it is an allegory to corporate America, to fame, yeah. All these like um, celebrities and their endorsements and all this. Yeah, and what they do to get where they are. Yeah, or what they're forced to do yeah. to to get to where they are. And a lot of it is how, like the Wonder Woman chick. I don't know her name in the uh, Maeve. I think it's Queen Maeve. Maeve. Queen Maeve. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Starlight used to look. Up to her, because there were stories about like her saving yeah. people, blah blah. And later in the show, we found out that at some point it was true, but this shit corrupts you so bad. Like, yeah, it's fun. It's uh very fitting that after the scene where she's like throwing up after uh giving the dude head, she she's in the bathroom with Queen Maeve, and Queen Maeve throws her a towel and says, "Clean yourself up," as if like ever since. Since the beginning of the show, they're telling you she's been through shit too. She's seen yeah, this shit. like this. She probably did that yeah. too. Yeah, I think she literally said, "Don't let them see you like this." Yeah, because it's bad for your image. Exactly. Yeah, so that happens. That sets you up pretty much until you meet Butch. Butcher. Yeah, Butcher. Yeah, which um, is a uh, Carl Urban's character, if you don't know. Yeah, and from the beginning, he seems to be this guy that knows his way around killing superheroes, or at least hunting them down. Yeah, he seems very familiar with it. He walks with a certain cockiness to him, a very... Uh, He's not afraid. No, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And at first he starts... He lies to Huey, telling him that he's part of the FBI. FBI, yeah. Yeah, and then they go to... Okay, so the next big gross thing... Translucent, right? No, before that. Even before that. Okay. I don't... You, I don't think I watched it. You don't think I don't think you saw this here. This was all within the first thirty minutes. So, like I said, this is a dark fucking show. Yeah. Uh, at like the thirty minute mark, we get introduced to Carbon's character, and then he takes Huey to basically a superhero brothel. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about this. Yeah. So these superheroes are just doing some like twisted fucking orgy shit. shit like you see one dude that shrinks like jump into a chick's vagina you see people what fucking the in the fuck? air i didn't know and, that and then there's yeah they literally they hold the shot oh my so that you God. see him running and then he dives into the pussy wow was that trey songs <laughs> it, it should have been splash <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think of that shit <laughs> I didn't even see been. it. So. Yeah, no, it should have been Trey Song. Wow. But That's yeah, funny. and then there's uh this will come up later in the show, but you see the Ezekiel. You yeah, see yeah, yeah. him with three men. So that, I mean, if you were listening to this, you already saw the show, and that's the evangelist guy, basically. Yeah, the Christian. Which yeah. uh, it's funny because when they when he's doing his presentation, he's like, "You don't need a proof. You don't need any. Yeah. Just 
pray the believe gay in way. God because God told you to. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then his slogan is always pray the gay way. Yeah, and everyone's like. And in the brothel. And yeah, it's all about like celibacy, converting yeah. people to Christianism. Yeah. A lot of it is like That's we a, need to go convert people. That was a big thing for a specific episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that dude is having sex with three guys. And he's stretchy, right? That's yeah, his, yeah, yeah. He's like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was the the big, another big fucking. You know what I was thinking? This is very like Happy Time Murders. Like it's like you want to see some fucked up shit, but with superheroes. <laughs> yeah you want to yeah. see some fucked up shit with, with puppets, puppets? Yeah. yeah okay it Go does ahead. feel like that it yeah, does right? feel like that no yeah. it gave me vibes like that when they were started doing the orgy shit and yeah, it's just a crude fucking yeah it's just yeah. oh just yeah. disgusting shit all right okay. keep going what's so he sees him yeah and they record him right they take a picture so i think uh butcher is like friends with one of the security guards and so like he gets footage because they were trying to find uh, a train. Yeah, that's right. So they uh, get the because he wants revenge. Yeah, because just fucking motor down, and so they try to get footage on a train, and then they eventually also take a picture of a or actually a video of a Ezekiel getting yeah, blown by a dude and then hanging yeah. out with two other dudes and shit. Yeah, so for his image, that would be devastating cause because he's telling people he... to wait for marriage. To not be gay, just because the gay, gay yeah, no. Or was it like fly straight or something? Yeah, with Homelander. Yeah, literally so, had a poster. <laughs> yeah, so that happens. I don't know. I don't remember that happened. Um, where do we go from there? Uh, translucent, probably. So translucent is the invisible guy. He's a fucking creep. He has to be naked to be completely. Yeah, we see him naked multiple and he, times. Like creeps on people in the bathroom. Yeah, on the chicks. Yeah. In the first episode, when uh, Starlight's crying about giving head, he's, he's literally like right, right there. there with his dick out. Just... Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And his invisibility comes from some metallic skin that reflects light. That's yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Right. So, Translucent, like you said, has that power. And so, essentially, he's indestructible. And so, when Huey goes to talk to A-Train to get an apology... For yeah. having his girlfriend killed, he plants a bug. But obviously, since Translucent's uh, invisible, well, because he he unpeeled the sticky part in the bathroom, and Translucent was in the bathroom. Yeah, and he saw him. Yeah. So from and they're there, trying to plant a bug to get dirt on the seven. On the seven, yeah, he yeah. put it under the table. Just yeah, just giving context. Yeah. So, right, so that happens. Translucent realizes that and follows him back to the AV store where he works. Yeah. And then and the show his hits fucking the, ass. Yeah. Until fucking Butcher just runs through him with his car. Yeah. And then they all start brawling and it boils down to Huey electrocuting him. In the ass. In the ass. Because he has metallic skin. So he's conductive. Yeah. And they think they killed him. They throw him in the trunk <laughs> so they could get rid of him. And then they just start hearing thuds and thumps. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, so then they go to Frenchie for help. So Frenchie is Frenchie's uh, a more uh, expert in terms of killing uh, soups because he's done it multiple times, and he's always the one that and finds we find, weakness. Yeah, and we find out that he's friends with Butcher. They work together to to some at degree. This, yeah, at that yeah. point, we only knew that they had some sort of relationship. Obviously, 
we find out that they were working in the group the boys together yeah and basically hunting superheroes down because butcher for some reason has some kind of anger towards them Vendetta, we don't know yeah. yet yeah but the same thing that drives huey drives butcher so that's why we we get what we get and frenchie i like him he's one of my favorite characters he's he's really funny yeah he's a wild card of the group yeah and he follows his heart yeah surprisingly i like that that was cool that he's the one like more emotional one yeah with uh what's it kimiko kimiko yeah so point is they get to frenchie they have translucent locked up they keep torturing him because they don't know how to kill him yeah they're trying to figure it out and then i think they make a bullet that is made out of the same material as the skin to see if that would pierce it and nothing does yeah yeah they just can't figure it out and this is where i was like why don't you poison him and kill him from the inside and then like funny enough they take it to the nth degree (laughs) yeah so apparently he has a he has a hard shell but frenchie's like oh you're like a turtle like inside the shell you're soft so i was like okay so they're gonna poison poison him no they stuck c4 up his asshole (laughs) yeah yeah so if he poked it it would go off and then they had a trigger for it yeah and so this was another very brutal moment comes early on in the show um home homelander's looking for translucent outside and so huey in order to not get caught translucent's about to leave the building and homelander's about to see him so he fucking detonates the bomb in his ass and then we get the second visual of blood splattering on huey and ironically enough there's a poster that reads keep your hands clean keep your hands clean yeah and up to that point huey was a bitch very much they 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 go out of their way to establish that he was running away from things yeah. That he was afraid, and now he's more unhinged because he's mad. Yeah, that was the major turning point for him, where he goes... That's where he's all in with the yeah, boys. he's like, all right, fuck it. Like, And what I thought was funny, this the whole time, he's like, oh my god, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then Carl Urban and Fred are just like, okay, let's fucking put the body here. Blah, blah, blah. Like they, <laughs> dude, they know. They were happy that he killed them. They were like, oh, thank God, dude. Yeah, like, they were like, yeah. dude, that just made it so much easier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the only reason Homelander, they they use tinfoil because I guess they're all chipped. Yeah. So that bot, one of them. the company knows where they are. Yeah. Um, And they use tinfoil to cover the roof. But when they're doing their experiments... They tear through it, right? Yeah. And exactly. that's how they get a signal and Homelander is able to kind of trace them. And Homelander's Superman. And it's fucking scary if he shows up because you're I, done. I was going to say the thing they did best about him because it's a much uh, darker universe is that whenever he's on screen, you're on edge. Yeah. No, it's fucking he, scary. He's fucking And his face is like unsettling. Yeah, like, when he does long stares at you, you don't feel fucking comforting. You feel like... Yeah, I mean, it's it's evil Superman. Yeah, like, he's gonna snap your neck at any point. And there's nothing you can do to no, stop him. No, yeah. there's nothing you can do. You just watch. So, they they cause a distraction, and that's when, that's when they kill Translucent. Yeah. And that really kicks off what would be the rest of the show, I feel. Yeah, the whole downward spiral after yeah, that. Yeah, so, he kills Translucent... They had had th- he met Starlight yet? Yeah. 
He had met her on the bench. So before this, Huey's at the park, and so is Starlight, and she's like all bummed. Respect. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, she's just, she just as her uh, regular. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a, a regular person on the bench, and Huey just happens to sit at the same bench. Yeah, and that's where they meet. They start talking. They Does he know off. she's Starlight? No, at that point they did not. Yeah, because they, she hadn't gone public yet. No, yeah, neither of them knew who either of them was, and they just have a conversation about how fucked up everything is. Yeah, she is. talks about how much she hated her job. Her job, yeah. yeah. And he he talks back. Let's know he's having a rough time too, and that seed will continue throughout. throughout the season yeah so after translucent dies what episode are we at two or I, three i think that's three already three yeah okay. because the first one ends when they you think they kill translucent then the second one ends when he blows them up that's right yeah so now we're in Third episode one. three translucent's dead they decide they know they're gonna get caught for it but they decide to dispose of the body in a creative way well they just throw it in the sea. But they use a metal that Homelander can't see. Oh, it was uh, zinc. zinc. Yeah. Yeah. So Homelander can't uh, see through zinc with his x-ray vision. Yeah. And they throw it into the bottom of the sea with so zinc. So now that we're here, are we at the fucked up episode? Is three the airplane? No, that was much later. So what happens here? Translucent's dead. They don't really make much of it. So at this point, Translucent tells them... About, uh, what was it? Oh, A-Train. Yeah, A-Train, right. That he's a fucking Popclaw. Yeah, that he's fucking some other superhero. And that's who he was running towards when... That's who he was running towards when uh, he murdered Huey's girlfriend, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so at this point... So they're still, at this point, just trying to blackmail A-Train and get back at him. Well, I was going to say, we forgot. Uh, This is where, where, uh... Butcher goes to recruit his rapidly named Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk, who is uh, at like a juvie or something. Yeah, he's like he's like the warden. For yeah, it because juvie. he always breaks the breaks up the fight. But funny enough, his name's Mother's Milk. It's not a nickname. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> they call him <laughs> MM. They call him MMM. Yeah, but yeah, that's what Butcher is doing right now. And then so he he's basically getting the gang back together because he got Frenchie. Then he goes and gets mother's milk. Yeah. And both of them are hesitant at first, but they both like the rush. Yeah. They once they're there, they they're there. Yeah. In fact, at the beginning, mother's milk uh, hates Frenchie. He didn't want to work with him. That's and right. Butcher yeah. lies to him and says, oh, no, Frenchie's not involved. So from here, they find out that a train is taking drugs to enhance his superpowers. Yeah. And that's all we know. It's called Compound V. Yep. And he's getting it from like a black market. I think it's being manufactured by a Vought. Yeah. But at this point, all we know is that he's getting it from From somewhere. From a black market. Yeah. It's like Asian. Then he goes to like this Asian place. And so the boys, they go try to find out. They try to find. uh, I think first they go to Popclaw's apartment. And yes. plant the blood, the bug, my bad. Yeah, they just sign into her IP address. He, yeah. yeah, it's funny because Huey literally just acts like a tech dude and he just says jargon so that she'll like... Yeah, and then he just signs in. And, and he's like, uh, oh, it'll make you, your internet speed faster. And then she's like, all right, I don't fucking yeah, care. who cares? Um, the and, easiest infiltration. <laughs> and then when he's leaving, he sees A-Train, who doesn't recognize him 
Even after he apologized for murdering his girlfriend. Which shows you just how fucking yeah, it, douchey it means nothing people. to them because they consider themselves gods. So yeah. from the from that moment, I mean, that gets established really quickly that the superheroes are like, we're fucking above this. Like, we don't deal with these people. Yeah, they even say that constantly. Which is funny because they do answer to like corporate overlords. And those are just humans. And those are humans that bitch them around. Yeah. Yeah. And what's her name? Madeline? Uh, Who? Stillwell? No, but who are you talking about? The chick. Oh, the one that uh, orders like Homelander around? Yeah. yeah, Madeline. So Madeline, she's like in charge of them. And she's like the main boss aside from the head honcho, which we see later. But she's the one that like kind of manipulates them. She's yeah. the one cutting deals with like states and stuff for superheroes to show yeah. up and like she save does all the day by day planning for them. Yeah, so her character is going to be important, but I just since we haven't talked about it, I thought I'd establish oh, yeah. it. And oh, she good. she bitches them around, and she's also the one like fixing their image and stuff. And the deep even says like, "Oh, you're the one that takes care of shit. Like, take care yeah, of this. Can't you just do it? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we're at A Train. They figure out to go to this Asian market or whatever it's a little place or something yeah it's it's but underground but underground yeah they're running fucking experiments and that's where we see kimiko yeah who at this point is a feral monster just and she's souped up on that fucking compound v so at this point we're led to assume that they kind that she was a human and they injected her with it like she wasn't she wasn't born a superhero like the rest of people. Yeah, That's exactly. What we see to this point. Yeah, that we find out that they were just injecting compound V to her to see the, the effects. effects. They yeah. just stole someone, and she was in a fucking cage. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we meet her. Very uh, brutal scene. Frenchie, yeah, Frenchie releases out of the her, goodness yeah. of his heart tries to release her, and she goes fucking ape shit. She's clawing people's eyes out she's fucking snapping necks yeah and she's murdering everybody and she runs away and for the next two episodes or so we're looking for her right a train is looking for her too because when he's going to hit up the spot he sees a bunch of cops around it so he's like who the fuck found out about my supply exactly yeah yeah so i think after the attack uh butcher goes to uh the cia lady yeah, and he tells her what they think is going on and everything. And she's like, well, you have no proof. Yeah, which is why they go to find the compound V. Yeah, uh, so that they need proof. They need proof that this is a thing that Vought is, this, yeah, that they're running or yeah, like experimenting. That's yeah. what they think is going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they do a pretty good job of misdirecting us throughout. Because at first they're like, okay, someone replicated whatever makes superhero super. Yeah. Um, yeah, because... Do we ma- spoil it yet? I mean, we're in spoilers. Yeah, go but ahead. But where are we at in the story? Are we at... So we see A-Train getting drugged and doing that race. With, we, uh, against Shockwave, yeah. Yeah, and we see that it's fucking with him. And even his trainer's like, it's making your heart bigger, your dick smaller. It's yeah. like steroids. Your bones are deteriorating. Yeah, it's literally like athletes doping. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly. literally what it is. And Which was another big... Uh, yeah, and Topic, he's, yeah. when he's fucked up on that thing, he can't really control himself. And we find out that that's why he murdered the girl, uh, Huey's he girlfriend. Was, yeah, he was, he was doped souped up. up on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I thought that he would lose control and like kill a crowd of people or something at the race. But they don't. He wins the race. Um, but Super but like, you can see the effects of him juicing. Like, 
Yeah, he's like it's over energetic. He's, he's all like, jumpy, and he's obsessed with being the fastest. So he he does it because he doesn't want to lose his edge. He doesn't want to lose his spot on the seven. Yeah, and that's where you see those parallels to like real athletes when they start getting older. They start doing drugs. Yeah, he says to, like, I don't want to be up. a B list superhero. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what's going on there. And then uh, we have the subline with uh or the sub story oh, with yeah. uh, Huey. Because he sees Starlight mm-hmm. at the, at the like, race. At the race. And so... And she's getting smothered and shit. Yeah, exactly. So she's being told to change her outfit to something like more... They say empowering, but it's slutty. Yeah, as it's fuck. just slutty as fuck. And that's like their new push to make her more popular. And then while she's like taking pictures with children... With the, yeah. There's a bunch of dudes in the back going like, show us your tits. Yeah, they're like, show me their moves. Daughter. Show me the moves. Whip them out. Uh, so that's when Huey talks to her. He's very comforting to her, and then you start seeing like a romance, uh, <clears throat> a romance building. Oh, good job there. Yeah. God damn, can't pronounce shit. Well, my voice cracked. <laughs> okay, so I'm not cutting this out. I'm not editing this shit. Man, fuck uh, so we see them. Oh. Kind of getting along. Butcher. Butcher's at the race. Yeah, and he stares down uh, Homelander. And Homelander kind of recognizes yeah, him. Yeah, he but like looks doesn't. into the crowd. He's just like. Mm. And that's when you're like, oh shit. You're like, like some shit's gone. His beef down. is with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. For because sure. I, up to this point, we just knew he had beef with uh, Super, soups. Yeah, with superheroes. But now we know, oh, Homelander did some Homelander's shit. Homelander's the one, and that's the strongest. So we're like, okay, some shit's going to go down. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can go a little faster if the spoilers are already done. We found out that Popclaw is doing drugs too. She's all fucked up because A-Train wins the race. He doesn't acknowledge her and she, they were supposed to go public Yeah. until Madeline kind of vetoed that. It actually wasn't Madeline. She it was had cleared him. it beforehand. So he just didn't want to. Yeah, he was ashamed. Wow. Because she was like C-list, right? Or something. Yeah, he she... literally said... I don't know about coming out in public. He's like, it might hurt my image. Yeah, so we see that he's being an asshole. Um, she gets all drugged up and starts trying to fuck the landlord. Yeah, so she doesn't pay rent. Yeah, because she doesn't pay her rent. But he sits on his face. Yeah, she sits on his face. He's eating her ass, and then fucking she can't... spikes come out of her pussy. Yeah, and he, she, she's on the drugs, so she can't control herself the same way that. A-Train couldn't, and she just fucking murders him. Stabs him in the face. Crushes his face. Yeah. And it's pretty brutal. And I think it was M.M., Mother's Milk, that noticed, and he went over there, right? Yeah. And that's so he when they get leverage yeah. on her. Yeah. He knows beforehand, so he immediately went over, and then he breaks in, and he's like, look, we won't show this shit to anyone. But you gotta help us out. But you gotta help us out. And there's a ton of blackmailing in the show so everything is due to a blackmail yeah even huey blackmails a lot yeah and he gets better at it as you go yeah it's pretty fucking awesome so now we're at so a train wins the race lots of fucked up supply she kills the landlord and now she tells them where he's getting the compound oh shit we reverse it so then they go after the race yeah, I, yeah. It, yeah, we fucked up. The and order. this is episode four. Yeah, like episode four or five. Yeah. Sorry, guys, we just watched it. 
Um, we're not good. But with if orders. if you're doing spoilers, you already saw it, so bear with us. Yeah, sorry. So we find out about Kimiko. She becomes a friend of the group at some point. They domesticate her in yeah. a sense. It's fucking funny. Um, but throughout, let's just talk about the fucked up part: the airplane rescue, mm. and the one before that. There's like a senator, a governor. Yeah. So he doesn't, or no, I think it was an agent because he. She was, like, essentially trying to buy a superhero to mm-hmm. move to a certain place. Or, no, she was trying to sell that superhero to a state, to yeah. a specific state or area or whatever. And so she was telling them a specific price. And the dude was like, there's no fucking way we're doing that. Yeah. And so Homelander takes that shit personally. He, They're on an airplane and he flies He's next with to his it. kid. And the guy's with his kid, yeah. And he fucking uses the laser sight to kill him. Yeah, and that's when that's the first real instance of Homelander being a dick because up to he, that point he was he shiny. looked like a goody two shoes yeah. till to then, and yeah. even he still acts like it up to a certain point in the show. Yeah, he's Until very good at acting. What I want to get to, which is the most fucked up part, um, where they so a big plot is that the superheroes are trying to get a government contract essentially so they can be in the military they want to make them official militaries so they can get into that government money which is like 40 billion or something yeah so they want to be part of the force and that's a big plot throughout because that's what they're trying to push for and that's what the cia is trying to veto yeah because they don't want superheroes there because it's a private industry at this point exactly like you can't control them that business controls them um and they're sent out to save an airplane in international waters. Yeah, and there's a, ter- I think like four or five terrorists. It's, yeah, it's like a terrorist it. thing. And so they send Queen Maeve and uh, Homelander. Homelander to go stop the plane. And they're like, well, if you stop it, it'll look great for us. Like mm-hmm. the poles. They'll probably push the, the poles in our favor even more. And so they go... They take out what they think were all the terrorists. Yeah. So, so they're like all celebrating, telling everybody, oh, you're going to be fine, right? And then they go into the, the, cockpit. the cockpit. And there's another guy there. And they're like, oh, buddy, just calm down. He fucking shoots the other pilot. Mm-hmm. And then Homelander immediately uses laser laser vision and just cuts the dude in half. But he destroys the controls to the airplane. Yep. And then shit start yeah. spiraling so um, bad i cringed so hard it was hard to watch yeah i was just like because the oh. people are like oh what's going on he's like you're gonna be fine yeah he was like everything's under control everybody chill like, yeah and then they realize starts, that there's no pilot and the plane starts to like go down yeah and everyone's like oh my god oh my god and queen bay's like oh like let's save them one by one and he's like, what the fuck? I'm not coming back. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna he's like, trips. I'm not going to do 123 t- uh, yeah. trips. And then she's like, oh, well, then lift that plane. And he's like, off um, of what? Air? Like, it's fucking, fucking air. air yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that ruins the whole Superman thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, But he's just being an asshole. And Queen Maeve, you could tell she does want to save him. And she tries to take a mother and her daughter um at and least he, and he's like are you fucking kidding me leave them then they're gonna find out that we left them the rest of the people yeah he's like and that'll like ruin our image so they just leave yeah and, and then the fucking marketing geniuses flip it into like a, what 
It wasn't even the marketing genius. It, it was, was just Homelander. Homelander. Yeah. And he was like, oh, like we we didn't get there in time because we like, didn't know that he's it was like, happening. We, you know, if we had the intelligence, like we could have got there on yeah, time. Yeah, he was like, it. if we worked for the government, we would have got there. And he's like, this is a fucking tragedy. We're going to find these sons of bitches, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Flight 37, I think it was. Yeah, fucking. And he flips it. So then people are like, oh, maybe we should let him into the government. And that just screws over their plans even more. Yeah. For the boys. Yeah. Um, from there, the next episode is the Starlight one with the church shit. I think that might have been before, but before the airplane? No. No, you're right. Because he shows after. up to that. Yeah. You're so right, the boys show up because the boys show up to the religious thing? Because oh. I wanna get dirt on uh Ezekiel. Well, they want they have dirt on Ezekiel, and they want to get information about Compound V. There you go. They want to blackmail him. They found out that he's somehow related to it. I don't remember. Oh, that when. he was a uh, trafficking it. Yeah, one trafficking it. Yeah. So they go to this church convention festival, I guess. Yeah. And you have to pay like a hundred. It's like a hundred seventy dollars a ticket. Yeah. So they're there. They show up because they want to blackmail Ezekiel into telling them. And we get a speech. That's where the, the wild church shit happens. Yeah. We already talked about it. Baptizing. <laughs> and then Homelander has a speech written for him that he doesn't stick to. He and mad he just, lives. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, it's our job as Christians to, like, show people what's right. And he's like, God put me on this earth to protect you. And then he starts elevating as he's speaking. And it's like, holy fuck. It's like this dude is is fucking dangerous. Yeah. And it looks really bad. It's like super patriotic. And he's like, I myself, I'm going to go fucking kill him. Blah, blah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was pretty hard hard to watch. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this show. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. And uh, let's go quick. So then Starlight has to give a speech. And she fucking she pipe comes bombs. clean. She yeah, does a she, pipe bomb. She does a CM Punk pipe bomb. Yeah, where she's like, you know what? I'm not gonna read off this fucking teleprompter. I got raped, and she doesn't say who. Yeah, and I mean that's where the whole Me Too stuff really ramps up because she's like, like she earns favor with the left. Yeah, but they're pan her. She's supposed to pander to the to right. right. And throughout the festival, they they have kids asking her, like, oh, like, have you ever had sex? And she they make her lie. lie tell her, like, no, I wouldn't have sex until I'm married, blah, blah, blah. Guilting people yeah. and telling kids to convert other kids. Oh, that, that shit was is fucked up, dude. Yeah. So that happens. She gives this pipe bomb. And then she talks to Huey, who kind of comforts her. Yeah. And then we get more of that relationship brewing. Mm-hmm. And then he asks her for some passes. Well, that was before. Really? Yeah, so she does her pipe bomb after because she even, when Huey goes to approach her, she's like, oh, what do you want? Do you want more passes? That's something? right, that's right. So she she's part of the seven, so she's able to get him, she's able to get him some tickets um, to the Ezekiel thing. And apparently they're like $15,000 a pop. Yeah, some shit like that. Um, and he goes there. And Homelander's there. They do like an awkward baptism or something. Because Homelander's on to him. He's he, on to him, tell, yeah. He held him down for a little yeah, longer. Yeah, he was like almost drowning him. Yeah. Um. So we go there. He he does get dirt on Ezekiel. Ezekiel tells him what's happening with the compound V. 
Yeah. And that they're shipping it out to hospitals. Yeah, and that it's actually and, from... Yeah, and it's from Vought. Yeah. And that's where you start to figure out that, oh, they aren't born superheroes. All the superheroes are manufactured. They're manufactured. At birth, and, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's at random. It's not, because Starlight's mom lets us know that they she paid. was up for it. No, they paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vought pays them to yeah, let them exactly. experiment. So usually it's with uh, at risk babies. Like mm-hmm. if they're gonna die already, they're like, "Hey, well maybe this procedure can save them." Yeah. So they're injecting this and giving superpowers to babies. And, and we get one of the best moments ever. Yeah, Carl Urban uses a baby's laser a eyes fuck, yeah. to kill <laughs> a bunch of people. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's fucked up. So we find out that they're manufacturing them. They're letting them, they're letting the parents raise them to be superheroes. Yeah. And then when they're of age, Thought brings them over. And, and they join, yeah. They're just part of the machine. Exactly. So they're creating the superheroes and then they're also creating the demand. And that's what we find out with Kimiko, who was a terrorist. Well, that whole Mesmer shit, I don't think we need to. We don't need to go over that. Yeah. Haley whatever. Joel Osment was mesmer. He could read people's minds by touching It was touching funny because he was a child actor. He was a washed up child actor, which is right on brand. But yeah. <laughs> not Im- uh, important, but let's just get to the big points. Not, yeah. I think we're running long. We are running very long. Okay. So uh, we find out that Kimiko was a terrorist, but she was stolen. Yeah, she was being manufactured into a supervillain. Yeah, so they they were experimenting with her to try to make some terrorist superheroes so that they could create their own supervillains. Yeah. And they use... they Homelander gives the Compound V and they turn a bunch of Jihad people into soups so that he can they pop up there. at the right time so that he has to go fight them. Right before they're going to vote on adding superheroes to the military. Yeah. And that's some fucked up shit. So they're creating the demand, but they're creating villains. What was even more brutal is that the boys had them on fucking checkmate. They did. Yeah. They, they, they were about to expose them. And then the this CIA shit happened. had everything. And then right on time, they this happens and people freak out and they're like, oh shit, we do need superheroes in the yeah. military. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just... Yeah, so much political shit goes on here. Yeah, so we did the church. We did Ezekiel, Compound V. Throughout, they're just trying to expose the soups, the the seven. But then, like I said, they're creating villains. So now they need superheroes to fight them. And from there, that's when we finally get into, like, the end, towards the end. Yeah, because the boys now, because of what happened there, are fugitives. Yeah, the so fugitives. they all get burned, and they all want to run away. Yeah. But Huey, M.M., and Frenchie, and Kimiko, they all get caught. And Butcher is still stubborn as fuck. Yeah, Butcher doesn't want to stop, so he's going after Homelander. Yeah. And what's the... Oh, and then they start blaming Starlight for the shit. Yeah, because they, uh, all of this just started happening as when soon she as she up. joined. Yeah, yeah, and it just so happens that she intertwines with Huey, who tells her the truth, and she gets mad. And I don't think she really forgives him at the end. She she somewhat does because in a way, right? Because she lets him go. Yeah. Uh, so she 
she comes around. She was like disillusioned and shit. And she comes around to say, no, I'm a fucking superhero. Like, yeah, I need to help people. And then Queen Maeve has a good scene with her where she encourages her. She's like, don't fucking sell out. Don't make the same mistake I did. Yeah. So that's when that the third act happens. Um, Not much happens with the boys. That's what I was telling you. Like, yeah, no, they just escape. They get caught and then they escape. Oh, fucking A train has a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So A train confronts Huey and Starlight. He's super doped up. Yeah, he's doped up as shit. He's like shaking, whatever. And he takes out Starlight, and then he's about to kill Huey, Huey, and he gets a heart attack. He gets a heart attack because the drug overdose, essentially. Yeah, and he blames. He blames Huey. Oh, he, and he killed his girlfriend. Yeah, they had. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so he put heroin needles into her to make it seem like she overdosed. Yeah, herself. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but point is, he gets a heart attack. Uh, that gives Huey time to run away. Huey even tries to help him. Yeah, Huey is trying to resuscitate him, and Starlight's like, "Dude, just get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna call nine one one." And she tries to resuscitate him. Yeah. And we were saying we don't even know if he's alive. No, so they leave it right there. That's where yeah. the story for the rest of the boys ends. And then we move into only Butcher stuff. Only Butcher, yeah. Oh, and then Aquaman gets exposed. And raped. Yeah, and then he gets put away to Ohio to like... Sandusky, I think it was. Yeah, and they, they put him away because they're like, you need to lay low, blah, yeah. blah, blah. He goes to like rehab, but then he gets raped by a girl Yeah, there. she she puts her fingers in his gills and right. he's like feeling only pain yeah and she's like you fucking like that blah blah, blah. yeah she's like, and it's just yeah, you like to see it yeah you're like yeah you deserve that shit yeah. fuck you and he's having like an identity crisis and it, it's yeah that's what he gets it's yeah. a fucking piece of shit yeah fuck that guy so yeah we go to the butcher this is the part that that's the cliffhanger that's the twist we well homelander was probably one of the first i guess he was yeah he was the first because they he were experimenting the with that compound v and he was grown in a lab and that's what we find out that from infancy to an adulthood yeah. he was fabricated to be superman basically yeah and the scientist which is his dad says that he was his biggest mistake because growing in a lab he never learned sympathy and how to be, like, part of a family. Yeah, that's emotions. why he has such a God complex. He has a God complex, and then he's like a baby. Yeah. Madeline babies it's him. It's so weird. It's weird because they have sex, but he's a baby. And then she calls him, like, bo- baby boy. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's like, just, oh. It's disgusting. But point is that since him, they do, like, these babies, and they let parents raise them. Yeah. And they don't even necessarily know like Starlight has a big moment when she realizes that she wasn't born with these gifts. No, she was, she was given sure. Yeah, so that's a big thing that doesn't come out to the public. Does but not. that's what lets her realize that it's her choice to be a hero with her powers. Yeah, she like even though she couldn't choose what happened to her at birth, she can choose what happened what she does powers. with it. And she says, "Like I'm a fucking superhero. I I'm save gonna people. save people." Yeah. So, that's when we get Butcher goes to uh, Madeline's house. Madeline's house. Yeah, and he says, like, oh, this is your weakness. Like That's a Homelander's weakness, yeah. Yeah, that he has, like, this weird atta- attachment, attachment yeah. to, to her. 
And we find out that's not true. He just yeah. fucking murders her. Yeah, because Homelander essentially figures out the big twist, which we'll say right now. Yeah. And so he's like, you fucking lied to me. It's your fault. And so he fucking uses his laser eyes through her eyes. Yeah. So Butcher, he's mad at Homelander because Homelander raped his wife. Yeah. And we find out that she got pregnant. And we think that the super baby fucking crawled out of her stomach. Yeah. And it's her. a brutal scene. And they say that the baby drowned in the blood. Yeah. Which is bullshit. That doesn't make sense if he's a super baby. Yeah. And then we find out, well, he finds out that, well, that's what Butcher thought the whole time, right? No, he, he didn't know about no, the baby. He didn't know about the baby. So all he knew Homelander was Homelander was the one that didn't know he had a baby and they told him that it died. Yeah. Right? So he comes back, talks to Madeline. He's like, oh, you're fucking lying. Because yeah. she says that she had a miscarriage and the dad said that the baby crawled out of the mom's stomach and they both died. Yeah. So he's like. I thought you said no more fucking lies. Yeah, he was like, you would have got me if not for, for one that one detail. detail. Yeah, so then he just burns her up, his eye, her eyes. Yeah, he whispers the secret into her ear, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he and fucking he kills me. her, so now Butcher has no leverage. Yeah. and So um, he says, fuck it. Yeah, and he just blows himself up. Well, he blows the C4 that Madeline's tied to. And he's right there. In a last-ditch effort to like whatever damage he can do, he'll do. And then we get a flash, and Butcher's not dead. He's laying on grass. And he, he looks up, and there's Homelander. There's Homelander. And then you look, and there's a kid running to Homelander. And he's like, oh, Homelander. Well. And he's like, oh, I'm your father. And you're like, what the and then fuck? His, and then fucking the Butcher's tw- wife comes out. And she's, like, fucking shocked to yeah. see Homelander. And then she's and shocked Butcher. to see Butcher. And it's just straight up messed up. <laughs> so that's where it ends. Uh, we find out that she's alive, and she was like in like protective services or something. Yeah, exactly. They were, the company just like sent her away, and they didn't want Homelander to find out because he wasn't mature enough to have a child. Yeah, no, we he's constantly all fucked see. Up. Yeah, he's like a child, but so a godchild. That's where we deviate from the comic, from what I was reading. Yep. And that's where it's going to get interesting because what's going to happen right there? Is he going to kill the wife to do it in front of Butcher? Is he going to try to be a family man and come out public so it's he suffers even more? Is he going to keep fucking this bitch? Uh, that's what I'm saying. So it leaves a lot of things out there. But that's that cliffhanger shit that i was talking about i was like well there was no real ending homelander won yeah they got the government contract he killed madeline butcher got nothing fucked over butcher his image is still the boys are on the run the boy yeah uh the seven are like split up basically they're all fucked up so that's the story we ran fucking long dude i mean a lot of shit happened yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm sure we missed some stuff, but that's why you watch the show. We're just covering the the bigger points and what we thought about them. I thought when the show was being effective, it was really effective. Yeah, it was like, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, and there's a lot of shit that I wouldn't have thought of, but that you're like, oh, they did that, like the airplane. Uh, I did not no. think they were gonna fucking leave people there. <laughs> I thought they were just gonna do it successfully. 
and I well me just not knowing the source material, the compound V. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, they're born superheroes. Maybe they recreated it. So, but no, yeah. they're all created by. It's Vought. all bullshit. It's and Vod breeds them to sell them. Yeah. They're a company, and they talk about their stock value all the time. Yeah, they make a big point of the economics of like of yeah. all of it. Like uh, any bad PR moves would ruin them. Yeah, they talk about oh, you're losing points, or because they're the the A list, or this is how much money you brought in revenue. And there's no other superhero agencies or anything. It's just bot, right? Yeah. From what we know, they don't establish. Like, there's other superheroes. Else. But none that are anywhere near as big as yeah. The so they they Vought. put out so many samples, whichever ones turn out okay, those are the ones they use. Yeah. And then like Popclaw, where she was not that she just got abandoned. Yeah, and she was yeah. So that should cover everything. I think we talked a lot about this show. Yeah. <laughs> for liking it only a little, we only, talked about it for like two hours. I mean, I've talked more about other shows, so. Yeah, that definitely. So, I, I guess recapping it all, it was good. It was good. It Did was effective when to. it was effective. Like it was said. really effective when it was effective. It's a, fre- it's a fresh, a uh, breath of fresh air. There you go. Um, just because you get so used to the MCU and DC's new direction, which has become the MCU. Yeah. So it's nice to see something a little edgier, something little more akin to like vertigo and all yeah. those darker comics <laughs> if amazon didn't get in on time they tried the parody with the tick and it didn't work i think this is a good lane because no one else is doing the edgy rated r superhero shit no it's even one notch above deadpool i think it's a lot more <laughs> a lot more notches it no, should be then... rated nc-17 if it was a movie yeah. It wouldn't be rated R. I think there was too much. It's mature rating on TV, right? Yeah. It's a lot of fucked up shit goes on. Well, it doesn't have a TV rating, I don't think. No, it did. It said, that's Remember the screen? This is like violence, sex, blah, blah, blah. Nudity, right? Yeah. It, it it handles heavy topics. And if you're not one of those people, I don't just don't watch it. No. You're going to hate it. No, you're going to hate yeah. But if you have an open mind, um, I do recommend it. It was a good time. And then they gave us content to talk about. We don't know what we we're going to talk about this week, but Thank they gave us plenty. Yeah, about uh, now we're 30 something. Really? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Watch it. If you want to talk about it, hit us up on social media. Well, me. Jesus isn't. A, he doesn't do that. I'm off the grid, motherfucker. Off the grid. Um, Anything you want to say? I mean, I think I've said a lot in an hour and 30. Yeah, we talked a lot. I'm fucking thirsty. Okay, so I don't think anybody's listening to this because that would imply that you listen to our podcast and that you then watch the show and came back to the podcast. Yeah, that's a lot of hurdles. So this was good for me. <laughs> now I have closure. Uh... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Straight up! Okay. So, thank you guys for listening. All 10, 15 of you that listen consistently, we appreciate you. And if you got to this point of the podcast, uh, good for you. Good for you. This was good for us. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. Okay. So, we're going to try out our outro.
because we're trying to get production value. Watch this shit. Outro. All right, guys. See you next week. Oh, hear you next week. Hear us next week. I'm just going to hit it.